Can we talk about sandwiches? Why? What? What? I just feel like we need to talk about sandwiches. Let's talk about sandwiches. This is a really, this is a region specific um, uh, cold open. I'm sorry, Mace. Uh, none of this will apply to you um, unless you find yourself in Chicago, uh, Western Illinois, parts of Iowa, and like Northern Indiana. I mean, well, I am running for president this year, so I will be in Iowa. So you'll be in Iowa. Okay, good. So when you're in Iowa, oh, this is perfect for your campaign. You're, you you want to um, uh, pretend to be normal. And like a normal person um, instead of a, a psychopath running for president because it's the only kind of person that can. Yeah. Um, sorry, Bernie. It's kind of weird that anyone would run for president. Sorry, bud. Sorry. Anyway, so when you're in this region, uh, okay, I, like to my call it, I like to call it uh, the Midwest. Okay. Um, you want to go to Jewel Osco. It's a grocery store chain. I feel like I've heard of that. It's uh, It's pretty big. It's, it's like the chain of the region, I'd say. Um, you want to go to their little deli bakery section, right? Uh-huh. What you want to get is what I call the big sandwich. What is that? It's a big sandwich. But what's in it? Well, there are multiple big sandwiches. Um, okay. It's $5 for like a 12-foot-long tw- sub. It's a literal $5 foot-long. Okay. Um, and it's terrible. Oh. But it's delicious. But is it terrible for you, but generally delicious or objectively terrible? No, it's just terrible? not It's just not a good sandwich. Okay. But I love it, and I want people to try it. I have this I have this um, thing where I, I crave garbage. Uh-huh. You know? Do you ever get that? Uh, yeah. I actually, I that's why I do go to McDonald's and have the two for 450 um, egg and cheese McMuffins. That is the only thing I get at McDonald's. So we're right on the same level. So I think you'd like the big sandwich. But does it have meat in it? Oh, yeah. Fuck. Never mind then. Oh, no. It's not real. Oh, but it's, it's not... not like it's not like vegan fancy fake meat. It's like, this is questionable meat. Oh, so it's like Taco Bell meat. It's like... Oh, yeah. You don't, you don't want to ask what's in it. You just want to eat it. 90... Well, that's being unfair. I'd say 75% of the time, the lettuce is wilted beyond belief. Oh, absolutely. Hell yeah. That sounds like a like a sandwich that would do that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the tomatoes on a good day are eh. And the, mu- uh, the mustard and mayonnaise packets that they include with the sandwich, mm-hmm. probably the worst mayonnaise and mustard I've ever tasted in my life. So don't put that on your sandwich. Okay. You want to you wanna get good mayonnaise. Okay. You want to slather that on. You want to cover as much as you can with mayonnaise to just sort of... You know, cut through the rest of the sandwich. Okay. Um, and um, I I usually feel a little weird after I eat it. Um, so I would I would go with just half. Just eat half of it and save the other half for later. Um, you're going to want to eat it that day, though. It does not keep. Um, it it's doesn't... my favorite sandwich. So wait, hold on. How long does it go for? Like, how, lo- how long can you keep it not eating it? I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, even really, like, look away from it too long. <laughs> okay, or it'll it'll mold up. Yeah, you, you're gonna want to. That's that's if you can eat it before you get to the checkout line and pay for it after. Okay, know. 
that reminds me of um can I tell you something before we before we start the episode? Yeah, um, sure. I used to go to um I used to go to this place called uh, Publix. I don't know if you guys have Publix in the Midwest. Um, I've heard of it. I don't know. I've not seen one. And uh, I don't get out much. So who knows? Back when I lived in Miami, we uh, there was a um, supermarket called Publix. And there is a phenomenon called Pub Subs. I don't call them a menu item. I call them a phenomenon because that's what they are. Um, okay. A ton of people love fucking Publix. And me included. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go to the Publix, uh, pub sub bar, they have like a bunch of things that you can put in your the sandwich. The pub sub hub. Yes, the pub, the pub sub hub. Right. Um, basically when you get there, you can put a ton of stuff in your sandwich, like fresh chicken. You can put like chicken strips. You can put like ham, cheese, all that. Oh, okay. Okay. Do you want to, do you want to hear my sandwich of choice? Yeah. Hit me with your pub sub. Uh, I couldn't think of a third word that rhymed. Go ahead. Uh, pub sub dub. Um, uh, I'm all about subs, not I'm sub subs, not dub subs. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> um, basically, uh, my 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 pub sub was, and please please don't make fun of me. Uh, was I on, can't promise anything. This is on uh, whole wheat bread. Okay, that's not that's fine. Whole wheat bread. <clears throat> no other condiment sauce any sort of cheese or anything except a pub sub full of nothing but chicken tenders <laughs> um no condiment nothing to nope just chicken tenders like filled to the fucking brim with chicken tenders they let you do that that was legal like i didn't go to jail for that i mean it is florida you know i mean <laughs> That's the kind of thing that goes on there. It was all killer, no filler, and it was fucking great. You know what else is all killer, no filler? What is it? This fucking podcast. Oh, of course. You know what is all killer, no filler? (laughs) (laughs) This bit, this (laughs) six minute long bit. Uh, But what else? It's a muck by Adams for Peace. Welcome to Picking Up Something Good, a limited event prestige podcast about Radiohead. (laughs) My name is Mace. I play music as I go festival. I was wondering how we were going to get there, but we got here. Uh, I was looking for a way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my name is Nikki Flowers. I play music as Nikki Flowers and the Smiths and me again and um, my noise project that I've abandoned, uh, Absolute Failure. Um, that's it. Oh, and you're also, weirdly enough, Halsey? You were in the news this week. Yeah, no, I kind of did a PR oopsie. Um, I did... I'm Halsey, and I kind of did, maybe just a little bit, uh, called for the destruction of the World Trade Center. (laughs) Oh, just a little oopsie. Oh, Halsey. Halsey, you saw that she got her bad review on Pitchfork for her album that I haven't listened to because, frankly, it's not for me. Um, Listen, that's fine. When I make make my Halsey albums, I I know it's not going to be for you or for, like, a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, Halsey, I'm sorry, but... It's okay. Why, I'm fine. Why did you call for 9-11 too? Well, you know, those darn music critics, you know? Mm-hmm. Where do they get off critiquing music? It's uh, like, oh, oh, do they think they're getting paid to critique music? Like, get real. Yeah, no, I mean, you're right. You're right. That's just some bullshit. Um, And in this tweet, 
you said that you wish the basement that Pitchfork and Pitchfork is actually one letter is starred out like it has yeah. been canceled. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I definitely, you know, I didn't want Pitchfork uh, stands to flood my mentions after I called for uh, 9-11-2. So I, I did censor the I in Pitchfork with an asterisk, as mm-hmm. is um, online custom. Yeah, like there has been like there has been a call out post about Pitchfork and you're just uh, talking shit about them. Oh, I've got receipts. I'm okay. healthy. Uh, <laughs> um, and so you said that you wish the basement that Pitchfork was based in would collapse. You understand that the basement is One World Trade Center, correct? Yeah, no, I do now. The site um, of the World Trade Center attacks. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Um, can I just say Mia Culpa? Can I just can I just have a Mia Culpa on this one? That's a, that's a really really good David Vernon Brianino song, but I don't know what that has to do with this. Um, I, you know, I'm just trying to cover my ass here. Um, my, um, housey ass, my house, has 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 uh, we'll, we'll, de- we'll decide. Working on, on it, working on it. You know, uh, you know, I'm not, uh, housey, and sometimes I speak in third person as housey. Uh, housey is not normally a fan of terrorism. Mm-hmm. But, and this is a, this is a very, this is a crucial but. I can't handle criticism. So, I mean, a little terrorism, eh, you know, you know, maybe you should have given me a better score for my Halsey album, you know? Okay, fair, 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 fair. And that's just me, you know? That's, that's just, that's just Halsey, baby, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, um, can you put Nikki back on the phone? Yeah, sure. What the fuck? Jesus Christ. I, I don't, I don't condone any of that. I'm not Halsey. Uh, how- you and Halsey sound exactly alike. That's so weird. Anyway. I get that all the time. Because oh. everyone everyone knows about Halsey. Can I, before we get started on this album, can I, yeah. um, and we're at the 10 minute mark here. <laughs> so we should be starting in about 20 minutes. Yeah, what's yeah. up? <laughs> um, can I um, give you my theory? Is about... it a game theory? No, it's a theory about Atoms for Peace. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Atoms for Peace, uh, did you know that they are a supergroup? Are they? Yes. What What's the definition of a supergroup? Like, is it just, oh, these guys have big bands and now they're a band. Is that it? Yes, and also they have powers. <gasps> oh. Oh, do yeah. tell. No, th- I mean, they don't, but... Oh. Anyway, um, Adams for Peace, as you may know, are an English-American supergroup. This is from Wikipedia, comprising mm-hmm. Radiohead Singer. We've heard of them before. I know of Radiohead Singer, yes. Um, Tom York. Yeah. Do you know him? Yeah, that's um, that's our good friend. That's our friend. That's our pal. Um, there is also the uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers bassist Flea, who loves to be shirtless. Oh man, he just uh, he sees a shirt and he's like, "I can't abide that." That's his that's his famous shirt motto. Yes, and then there is also longtime Radiohead producer Nigel Godrich in the band. Oh, he's in the band. He's not just producing. Yeah, like he's in the band. Oh, that's cool. I didn't actually know that. Yeah, like he he came from he came from the shrouded darkness of the mixing booth and is now in the band. It's hard to pull yourself away from one of those. Yeah, you get you get like uh, I don't know. You just get caught up. You're playing God with uh, with the mix, and it uh, it overtakes you, uh, much like Venom from the movie Venom. Uh, it's exactly like Venom. Uh, <laughs> um, Joey, Warner. anyone else? Yeah, Joey Waronker from uh, Beck and R.E.M. He's basically a session musician. Wait, say, who, run that name by me again? Joey Waronker. Are you st- 
Is that a stutter? Is no. his name Joey Walker and you're having a hard time? No, Joey Waronker. How do you spell that? I'm W-A-R-O-N-K-E-R. like, I'm, this isn't a bit. I'm, wait, say it again. W-A-R-O-N-K-E-R. Okay. All right. All right. I had a genuinely hard time <laughs> deciphering <laughs> what that name was. Which is weird because this is only kind of a super group because <clears throat> he doesn't have like a band of his own. He's just a session musician. Yeah. I was going to say if it was Peter Buck from R.E.M., that's were... a super fucking group. But wait, so um, let's. Do you know off the top of your head, like what uh, REM uh, albums he was on? I can tell you right now. Um, well, I would hope you would. He... Sorry, I'm going to be burping a lot today. I don't know why. Just fair warning to you and the listeners. <laughs> he toured on the up, um, on the up tour, and he was on Up and Reveal. Oh, is he the drummer? Uh, yes. Yeah, that makes sense because. Uh... Oh, man. They did not have a drummer. They did not. No. Up was um Up was pretty good um despite Up's fucking great. I got yeah. into um I got into uh REM recently on the urging of many of my friends. Um shout Was out. I was I one of them? I think you're one of them. Sean Barry was one of them. Uh oh, yeah. friend of the show shout Sean Barry. Shout out to um, Sean. And my friend uh, Stevie from Adult Mom, um, who will not stop tweeting about REM. And yeah, no, <laughs> I, I greatly respect. Uh, I greatly respect the tweeting, and I love. Yeah, it. no, I mean that's that was the reason for my follow because I love REM so uh, much. REM's good. Anyway, there's only yeah. one more member of Adam's Priest that I didn't know existed until today, until doing my research for this episode. Oh, yeah. Um, percussionist Mauro Trefosco from, he's Brazilian and he worked with David Byrne. <gasps> oh, you know what? I have that in my notes where a lot of the time I was like, this is some David Byrne shit. That's why. Yeah. They're just, oh. this is barely a super group, but here, this is where I'm getting, this is the meat of my argument. Um, this yeah. is exactly like the 2007 film Wild Hogs. <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> Because that's my favorite movie, and I'm so glad that you've brought it up. Adams for Peace and Wild Hogs are the same thing to me. Um, I I like this. Um, to be to be honest, I, I have not seen Wild Hogs since it came out in what 2006 or something. 2007. Get it fucking right. Oh Jesus. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so 2007. Um, the the one scene. The, the singular scene in that entire movie that I remember is William H. Macy in a coffee shop or something, and his computer starts playing very loud pornography, and he can't mm. shut it off. Yeah, that, that scene with William H. Macy, who did the college admission scandal, is very good. <laughs> oh, he was involved in that. Yeah, his wife, uh, Lori Laughlin, or whichever one. Oh, I didn't know he was married to one of the... One of those. Yeah. Um... Well... Yeah, but what, what does the H stand for? Is it wait? Is it hell? Better be. I bet it. I bet it's hell. It's hall. Oh. Okay. Uh, anyway, um, Tim Allen and Tom York are the same person, and <laughs> don't here, don't diss Tom York like that. Here's here's the thing. I we we gotta we gotta connect at the Ad- members of Adams for Peace to their Wild Hogs counterparts. <sighs> okay, well, so of all of them, really, Tim Allen would be Tom York? Uh, no, actually, maybe Tim Allen would be Flea. I just, I hate Tim Allen, and it feels unfair to <laughs> to put that on anyone, <laughs> you know? You gotta pick the member of Adam's Supreme you like least. Well, that's not fair, because I don't even know the other guys. Yeah. I uh, Well, John Travolta is not really great. Okay, so, 
William H. Macy, I think, would be Tom York. Yeah, okay. Okay. I, I don't know why. And this is... I, I do only remember that one scene in, like, vague other plot points. Um, but I just... I don't know. Of all of them, I'd say Tom would be WHM. Uh, oh, Martin Lawrence is in this. That's right. Yeah. I think Flea would be like a Martin Lawrence. He's like the, the comic relief. Yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Nigel Godrich is definitely John Travolta because he's he's bringing the big guns. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, this is a, a tour de force performance from John Travolta in this flick, so... And you know. that leaves Joey Waronker to unfortunately be Tim Allen. Sorry, Joey. Um, you could have, I don't know. You could have done, done it. better. Yeah. Um, and uh, also, who's, um, who's Ray Liotta? Because apparently Liotta, he's fucking in this. He's in this? I'm, I'm on the Wikipedia page. Um, it, uh, yeah, Ray Liotta and um, Marissa Tomei gets a, gets I mean, a credit. Ray Liotta is in the Del Fuegos in the, uh, in the rival Wild Hogs like it's the, the the star wolf to their star fox. <laughs> I, I forgot that there was a rival. <laughs> like oh, this this movie's stupid. <laughs> so it yeah, it's it's basically the the rival, the the the, the star wolf to their star fox. Yeah. Um, Except not as uh not as full as uh, sexual tension. <laughs> You're right actually. Yeah, um, okay, and this is not just me being a furry, but like come on. I feel wolf like and f- wolf and fox. Yeah, of course. Of wolf course. and fox. They fuck. I'm not a furry, and I can tell you that. It's it's like a it's like a it's not it's not a full hate fuck. You know, no, no. it's a it's complicated. They they're you know they're boyfriends, but they just you know you'd think they're so you they're so different. You'd think it wouldn't work, but somehow. Well, you just have to read my fan fiction. I won't get into it. <laughs> um, so the 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 competing band. Uh, in this case, would probably be like Muse. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I Not wouldn't even call Coldplay. Them... Coldplay's doing whatever they want now. Yeah. Um. Al keeps uh Al, friend of the podcast, um, frequent guest, but you only heard them once because of um audio trouble. Uh, but uh, Al keeps telling us to listen to the new Coldplay album. Have you uh, taken them up on that? Not yet. I think I'm going to do that today. Really? Okay. I'm. Uh, it's like. You know, I've sort of, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to, is the thing. That's fair. Do you want to talk about Adams for Peace? Um, yeah, we're, we're getting close to 20 minutes. I think we probably <laughs> should at this point. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and, uh, yeah. and now we will slip into the, uh, into the songs part of the podcast before your very eyes. Ooh. Oh, look at you doing yeah. the thing that we yeah. do. Uh, <sighs> what do you think about this one, Nikki? Again, a little funky here. They're, yeah. they're starting out, starting out with uh, just a, not, not Flea's usual funk. No, but, I mean uh, he's not performing with a sock on his dick. Yeah, well, you don't know. Yeah. We weren't there at the studio. Do you think he only prefers to do these songs naked? I think at this point it would be weird for him not to. Like I, I think it's gotten to the point where he just like he has to. Yeah, fair. Um, I feel like they start off like pretty strong, like immediately. Oh, yeah. This is a this is a fun opener. Um, flea bass uh is pretty good here. I wish there was more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's a it's a restrained flea. Yeah, it's um, like they they've they've held him back. Yeah, they've sort of like taped his slap thumb down a little bit. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he doesn't go a little, a little wild there. Yeah, but I, I you know, I kind of wanted that a little bit, just a, just a, just a tiny taste of the slap of the bass, you know. Yeah. Do you actually? You said you said Flea, and then you said Wild, and my brain made a connection. Do you remember when Flea did the voice of Donnie the Monkey Boy in fucking with the Wild Thornberries? I'm, I'm sorry, my brain shut down. Hold on, <laughs> it's rebooting right now. That was Flea. That was Flea. Mace, we've been friends for <laughs> how long? Years, years and years, years and years. I don't fucking trust you on this. Uh, you can g- Google it. I'm going to have to. I'm sorry. And I know we've been friends forever and I should just be like, you know, implicitly trusting you because that's what friendship is. But this is like, you can't, you should have told me before the podcast because now <laughs> I can't think straight. <laughs> um, this is like the time that I told you that LMFAO were uncle and nephew. <laughs> I'm still not over that. To be honest, I'm still not over that. I think about it constantly. <laughs> And I'm just going to add this to my, like, uh, endless loop of, like, oh, my God, their uncle and nephew. And now the second part is, oh, my God, he was Donnie the monkey. <laughs> um, I just, I don't understand. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, Look I at know. him. He's right there. I know. <sighs> Whoa, uh, uh. Flea was Donnie. Oh, Tim Curry. Okay, yeah, I feel like I knew that, too. He was Nigel. But Flea was Donnie. Yeah. As like Zendaya the, like, is Michi. Yes, Flea and is Laura Dern was Marmy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, this is cool. Um, that well, and, and Now for the rest of the album, I want you to picture Donnie, the feral child, in place of Flea. God, that is just so... Like, it makes so much sense, you know? Yeah, it does. Like, who else would they get? Flea. Who, yeah, who else? Who else but Flea? Um... Before Your Very Eyes is good. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Hold, I just, I need a moment. <laughs> um, yeah, Before Your Very Eyes is like, super fun, like, Afrobeat kind of vibe with the percussion mm-hmm. too, which I really liked. Very, you know, that was the moment where I was like, oh, this is kind of like David Byrne. And now it makes sense. Oh, actually, I have one, yeah. I have a little tidbit for you. Is this going to explode my head again? Uh, no, um, they okay. actually got together because of their shared love of Afrobeat, like Fella Cootie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's how all of these people know each other. Oh, all of them together, not just the percussionists. They were all just like, you know who's good? Fela Cootie. You know yeah. what? Let's start a band now. <laughs> yeah, it's hey, basically, that's, yeah. That's a pretty good reason to start a band. It's, it. imagine if like, well, Radiohead got together because they were like, you know what's good? Talking heads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair, you know. You know what's good? The song Creep. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm on Flea's IMDb page. I'm on, on Flea's IMDb page. As we all know, he played Needles in Back yeah. to the Future 2, right? Or yes, one? he did. He was Needles in 2. Yeah, Needles in 2. Uh, he was also Nihilist number 2 in The Big Lebowski, which I did not know, but now I can see his face and like, yeah, that makes that sense. That makes sense. Um, he is credited as musician in Fear and Loathing. In Las Vegas. As he is. Uh, yep. And uh, here, he, he's got two quotes on his IMDb page. Mm-hmm. On his acting role in Back to the Future Part 2, he says, It was okay. I mean, I didn't really like the film very much. 
I wasn't happy with my performance in it either, but, you know, it's basically a multi-million dollar piece of trash. Holy crap. Flea does not care for Back to the Future Part (laughs) 2. Flea, you're wrong, but okay. You're wrong, but you have a right to be wrong because you're Flea. Um, Here's the thing. In order of, like, good Back to the Future movie, it's two, three, two, one, three. Yeah. Ooh, you you went with two, three there. I was like, Mace, did you forget about the first one? (laughs) Um, here's his other quote on his IMDb page. Uh, on Weird Al Yankovic's Bedrock Anthem, a parody of the Red Hot Chili Peppers Under the Bridge and Give It Away Now, he says, I didn't think it was very good. <laughs> I mean, yabba dabba do? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what did, what did you What did you think? I mean, I like Weird Al, but everything, everyone has swung and missed. Except for me, of course. That last part doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, but I love... I mean, yabba dabba do. I don't know, Al. I don't know about that one. <laughs> I like how both of his quotes on on his IMDb page are like, "I didn't care for this." <laughs> uh, you know what I did care for uh, though is yeah. before your very eyes, <laughs> Adams for P. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, we're talking about before your very eyes. I liked it. I thought it was a very good opener and sort of like um, a good. Um, through way into the rest of the album. This whole album is very like if if you could agree or not agree with me, um, is very like it is very the eraser, but with yeah with no, beats with no absolutely beats. like this is um I have it in my notes somewhere that this is just eraser two point which eraser is good too I like that yeah um the next track I mean by default we just got to go to the next one mm. it's called default it's called default. Um, this is some, like, Earthbound stuff. Yeah, it does sound like the <laughs> Earthbound sound font. <laughs> I feel like I'm about to, like, battle um, Tom York. Tom York would be a good Earthbound enemy. Yeah, but he'd be very, very sad. Oh, I feel so like sad. better... He'd have, like, a, he'd have, like, a magic spell where... Oh, isn't, like, um, there's some... Some enemies can, like, make Ness homesick... Mm-hmm. And it, like, affects his battle performance until he goes and calls his mom. That would be Tom York's, like, main thing. Here's the thing. He already exists in um, Earthbound. He's it's called Negative Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Forgot about him. <laughs> He's already oh, there. He's already there. Good for him, you know? Um, good, good to hear that Tom made his way into Earthbound before he got famous, which is weird, but... Yeah, sort of... Eh. I don't know. I mean, before he got that big, but also another good Earthbound character for the Radiohead uh, cinematic universe would be the computer. The computer? Oh yeah. Oh shit. But not the new one. The old one. I don't like the new one. I'm I'm worried about what that's. I don't know. It have you heard like, from Have you heard from the computer? No, but it feels like it could sneak up us up, up on us at any moment, which that's, is what I'm worried about. No, that's why I'm that's why I'm nervous. But like, I've spent just... the last two episodes just kind of like. Yeah bearing for it i'm not i'm not ready tom tom torque too is like he's well he's he's harmless but like still that could just any moment any moment um yeah the, i think the lyrics <clears throat> on this are weird yeah hit me with some weird lyrics um it's very very tom york but it's still weird uh the chorus is i laugh now but later is not so easy i've got to stop the will is strong but the flesh is weak i guess that's it i've made my bed and i lie in it I um I really like the chorus. Um musically and I think lyrically is um it's fun. It's very yeah, no, it's very Tom York, but it's just like um it's got a different uh just a slightly different flavor from the usual 
uh, Yorkian lyric, you know? Yeah, because a usual Yorkian lyric is like, it's like, how can I, how can I describe it? It's like, mm, he's like... Let me count the ways. He's like singing Banksy into a mic. But good. Yeah, like surveillance. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That was very good. (laughs) It's either surveillance or surveillance. Um, Those are his two moods. Yeah, but this one is very, this is kind of like the start of an uptick in Tom York's lyrics. Yeah. Where he's going to start singing about other things. Oh, okay. So that's good. I'm, I'm a fan of that. I here, like old Tom York, but I'm ready for new Tom York. You here know? we are 20 years into the Radiohead continuum, and he has started to diversify. Yeah, 20 years later, he's like, I guess there are other subject matters. Interesting. I mean, here's the thing, though. Tom, if you're listening, and I know you're listening, he waiting. He is, <laughs> just obsessively, during the recording. He never listens when we put it out. <laughs> no, he, he does not uh, contribute to our play count. Uh, but, but, uh, it kind of kind of slapped when you were singing about surveillance oh yeah no don't get me wrong like that shit slaps and it makes me paranoid um (laughs) which is i assume the intended effect because he feels very strongly about it um but you know also there's other stuff and that's fine you know yeah there's Um, other stuff man musically i think this album is really 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 good can i tell you about how it was made i wish you would okay well you won't get your wish (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh what um, what no i'm kidding um <gasps> you scared me so in 2010 wait um, hold on what i have to open a red bull oh that's asmr to me yeah that, that's why i had to interrupt the podcast because i knew everyone would appreciate that please uh, continue so in 2010 um remember the year that um that familial or whatever the fuck came out i mean how could we forget <laughs> How could we forget Phil Selway's familiar? <laughs> we all we all know every every American knows where they were in 2010 when Familial came out. Um, th- while uh, Phil Selway was off doing uh, that, um, Tom York and all these people spent three days jamming and recording original materials in an LA studio. Okay. Uh, because they loved Afrobeat. That was the one thing they were like, "Hey, Afrobeat!" <laughs> and they were like, "Cool, let's spend three days together." Yeah. So this was like. They weren't like, we're a band now. They're just like, let's fuck around. Yeah. Here, uh, here's the thing. I feel like Tom York was having a better 2010 than uh, than Phil Selway was. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. I mean, shout out to Phil, um, which shout I feel like Phil. we need to put that on a t-shirt the amount of times we, we shout him out. Yeah. I, here's the thing. I Shout out to Phil, but we're not going to be talking about Phil for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, bud. Uh, you had your chance with Familial. And you blew it. You kind of blew it, bud. Um, um, yeah, so, but Tom... So, Radiohead was just kind of doing their own thing in 2010. Yeah. Describing the role in his sections, sessions as, quote-unquote, conducting, York would show the band electronic music he had created, and he w- and they would recreate it with live instruments. He said, The music I do on my laptop is so angular. When you get people to play... When you get people to play like that, it's so peculiar. One of the things we were most excited mm. about was ending up with a record where you weren't quite sure where the human starts and the machine ends. Here's Ooh. the thing. I am ec- ecstatic. I'm losing my mind over the mental image of Tom York gathering people around his, I would assume, late 2010 MacBook. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a MacBook Pro, 15-inch, of course. As The one I'm recording on right now, a mid-2010 <laughs> MacBook Pro that is dying, but at, at the time it wasn't. 
as Tom York does, uh, he gathers his friend Flea, he gathers Joey, um, he gathers um, Nigel, and he gathers Morrow, his other friend, um, and he plays them some bleep bloops. Mentally, there statistically, actually, there has to have been some of them where they were just like, this sucks shit, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, judging by Flea's IMD, IMDb quotes page, it was probably Flea. Like, you know, Tom... I don't care for this. <laughs> and it might have potentially been all of them. <laughs> it could have been. I feel like, well, I mean, you know, Nigel, I feel like, to be to be real, I think Nigel would be the most likely to, because um, they seem to have known each other for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And, you he know. He did yell at Paul McCartney, yeah. He yelled at Paul McCartney. Oh, that's such a good anecdote. Oh, we gotta get to that. Yeah, yeah I think Nigel would have been like, if anyone... He would have been like, Tom, listen, this is garbage. I can't. And I hate you. <laughs> and we need to re-record this. <laughs> um, tears welling up in Tom York's eyes. Um, but I'm, I mean, glad that this song exists. Um, I mean, Tom York's, he's an ingenue, you know? He really is. Yeah. And, um, and that's funny. That's so funny you say that. Um, I don't know if you did this uh, on purpose, but that's, that's that's actually the name of the next song. Oh, is it? I did. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like this is a great time to talk about that. Oh, I mean, it would be. Um, this was actually, I believe... No, this was not a single. Oh, no, it's the second single from uh, from this album. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, they put out four singles. The first one was Default. That makes sense, because Default... I feel like we didn't even talk about Default. Default was a really strong really strong single song you know um a lot of very layered yes um and uh ingenue um this was the second single you said uh yes that yeah no that makes sense because it's it's still a very good song but i don't think it's first single material oh no but i am actually um really really up on that sound that begins the the song like that synth sound the Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so um I don't know what the word is. It's very it just um I was like, "Whoa, okay, I got to really listen to this, you know." It's kind of nebulous, but like I really 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 dig it. Yeah, no, it's it sets the stage really well. Um does the drum here remind you of uh Reckoner a little bit? Oh, you know, I didn't notice that. Uh, there's nothing it's not connected to anything, but like does it not remind you of like the No, yeah. No, it's sort of now that you mention it, yeah. Uh, oh, that's a good call. Yeah. What do you think of Re- of not Reckoner? I mean, Reckoner's a great song. We Reckoner's great. I love at, Reckoner. at length. Uh, what do you think of Ingenue? <laughs> <laughs> um, I I love love the bass synth, and I love all the weird um, drippy clicks and pops too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like this whole album has really interesting and uh, dynamic sound design, which I really appreciate. Yes. Um. So my one thing about Ingenue, and this is um, this is actually kind of my one thing about the whole album, but I feel like now is a good time to bring it up. Where the fuck is Flea? What does Flea do in Adam's like, for Peace? Like, where <laughs> is he? Right? Is that just me? But like, you know what I mean? Like, where? What the fuck is he doing? He does I wanted the bass. more. But does he though? Because like, this is Ingenue is very bass synthy. Like, this is. Synth Basie is what I meant to say. Synth, Synth- Basie, isn't he the jazz guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, 
But yeah, no, this is um like in default he was kinda like there was no there's no flea bass in that one either. He's and there. I think he's actually playing like the synth bass, maybe? If he's playing the synth bass in all of this, then that's fine, but it just doesn't it doesn't strike me as flea. You know? I want that I don't know, he's got a very particular way of playing the bass that I kinda I kinda miss sometimes. I want I want the Californication. I, d- I want every part of Californication taken out except for Flea. I really like Californication. The album I was working on in 2019, uh, that only some of it's going to ma- see the light of day, was very, mm-hmm. very Californication influenced. I Here's the thing. Yeah. Here's something you don't know about me. When John Frusciante uh, rejoined the Red Hot Chili Peppers a couple weeks ago, I squealed with delight in the middle Whoa. of a Chipotle. Whoa, I, ooh, whoa, so hold the brakes. I didn't know about that. What? Yeah, he rejoined the Red Hot Chili Peppers and wow. early this month. Damn, okay. <laughs> That's when the Red Hot Chili Peppers are good. <laughs> They're good again. There. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. Okay, that's cool. I I do... <clears throat> I hate to admit it on podcast where it's recorded and saved for forever, but... I, you know, I don't hate the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It is so, it is so easy to make fun of them. And I do constantly. There are some moments where I'm like, yeah, okay, you guys, you Here's got the thing. Me. My go-to karaoke song is Can't Stop. So I legally <laughs> cannot. Yeah. Oh, that's a good karaoke song. Holy it's, shit. You, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. You do karaoke, like, for real? Yeah. I mean, whenever there's a bar and there's karaoke, I'm going to do it. Oh, I guess that's why I don't do karaoke. Because I just, I can't stand being in a bar. Oh, no. The last time I did karaoke was in a very smoky dive bar in um, in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, and most people were doing country. And I decided okay. to do Can't Stop. <laughs> you know what song I also did that's related to this podcast? Yeah. Karma Police. You did that there at the same... In the middle of the fucking, uh, fucking dive bar in Knoxville, <laughs> Tennessee. <laughs> that's, a, that's a scene from... That's a deleted scene from Twin Peaks The Return right there. <laughs> and it was also, like, it was full of people watching the the Volunteers game. I guess there was, like, a good baseball game on that night. Basketball. Sorry, no, they don't. Volunteers? I don't know what that the, is. The, they're a college team. Oh. Yeah. I don't know what they were volunteering for, even though my That's... partner's explained it to me many times. <laughs> <laughs> um, But... Yeah, that that's my go-to. I kind of like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I'm psyched that Flea and Tom York are friends, I guess. Yeah, no, I was so... Oh, man. Well, that's why with uh, Ingenue, to bring it back to the actual thing we're talking about... Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, we're at the 40-minute point, and we are on um, track three. So We're like... going extra long. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> um, but Ingenue, yeah, I just... When you told me we were going to do this album, and I was like, wait, Flea from red hot chili peppers and you said yeah what else what else kind of flea would it be you fucking idiot and i said yeah that's fair <laughs> that's exactly how so, it went yeah that's word for word i was so excited because i was like yeah fuck him up flea and i just i don't know he's not kind of he's not really fucking him up he's not really fucking him up you could say he really dropped the ball i mean he could oh because of the song yeah because okay. of the song title because of the song that we're going to talk about now called Dropped. Oh. By Adams for Peace from the 2013 album Muck, featuring Tom York of Radiohead. That's the one. Um, 
here's the thing. Here's the funniest thing about Dropped. Yeah. Um, the genius annotation for it, like the main, like about Dropped. This song is ninety nine comma nine percent sure about a narrator losing a lover. <laughs> if you ever listen to any fucking Tom York song, it's not. <laughs> it's really no, like. <laughs> and like this isn't a Tom York song. This is an Adams for B song, but it's still not. Th- or um, wait, is it a muck? A muck is the album. A muck is I keep, the album. I but, keep I keep fucking it up. But there is also thinking, a song called a muck. Yeah, no, that's why I get confused. I'm like, are they called a muck? Is the song album a muck? Anyway, this is an Adams for Peace song, mm-hmm. but even still, it's probably not about that. It's a hundred percent not about that. There's no way that's about that. Like, did you listen to it though? You know? Yeah, like, listen, the lyrics are, it slipped out of my hands, went deep down, uh, flipped out, wandering, stumbling, and I fell apart. That's not about that shit. I mean, that's how, to be fair, that is every time I've ever gotten dumped, you could describe it with those words, but yeah, it's not, I mean, it's not about that. Maybe it could lend some credence to the, to the idea, because we're about to come up on, um, about to come up on Tomorrow's Modern Boxes, the divorce album. Oh, that's the divorce album. Okay, that's the that's the most recent one, right? No, 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 no. It's not. Oh, what? Uh, yeah, it's a Tom York solo album. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. No, I thought it was a Radiohead album. So, if we want it to be weird and infer into people's personal lives, maybe. But uh, do we want to do that though? No. I mean, I, mean, I do we're a about little bit to but... for an hour next week. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll save it for that. <laughs> Um, so dropped, uh, yeah, it's good. Um, I just, I'm noticing this pattern and this, it sort of really started to, um, become apparent, uh, at dropped where the, the songs all kind of seem like they're ramping up to something really big, Mm -hmm. you know, but they pull back Mm -hmm. and they never quite reach, um, the explosive thing that I have been expecting. Does that make sense? Yes, actually, this seems like it's kind of leading up to, and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, it feels like it's leading up to, like, remember the the big climax of uh, Sit Down, Stand Up by Radiohead from the album Hail to the Thief? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, basically, the, the, the Raindrops X64 or whatever, it feels like it's leading up to that, but it never quite gets there. Like, almost every song does that, where it's like, okay, we're gonna get there, Raindrops X64, no, okay, they're pulling back, oh! Okay, no, we're we're back. But this one does kind of float in a nice place. Yeah, no, this isn't this isn't a knock on the song. It just mm-hmm. um it, my it just it just felt like it was going somewhere else. And um I wouldn't call it disappointed. No. I did like the song and I'd liked the previous songs and the upcoming songs, but I don't know, I just expected something a little bit bigger, you know? But do you do you hear him in this one though? Him? Flea? Our friend? No. He's finally in this one. I mean, like, I hear him, but, like, why isn't he slapping? Oh, yeah. I th- I don't. I just don't think it's, like, a slapping situation. Or do you think Tom York, like, explicitly <laughs> told him he couldn't slap? <laughs> I think, yeah, it was, like, uh, the first three days where they were just fucking around in the studio, he was slapping left and right. And I think afterwards, Tom was like, hey, listen, I want this to be, like, a thing. I'm going to need you to calm the fuck down, though. <laughs> he was slapping like crazy, and Tom York had to hit him over the head with a water bottle and uh, tell him <laughs> that he couldn't slap anymore. That's what happened. Yeah, that's what happened. And Flea was like, nuh-uh. 
And Tom York was like, uh-huh. And then like taped his thumb to his hand so he couldn't slap. Yeah, and I mean, that sucks. And it sucks to it's hear tragic. that Tom York would do that to his bandmates, but... It's tragic, but it really happened. And you don't have to Google it to confirm because we're telling the truth. Yeah, it happened. I'm reading it right now. Um. Okay, Um. but yeah, it's... uh. He, he does a good job. He does a he good does, job. He does a good base. I just wish... I just wish they let him be flea a little bit more. That's that's the other thing that I'll keep bringing up throughout this album is I just I want a little bit more flea, you know. This is flea with a shirt on. Yeah, I. <laughs> this is flea with a shirt on and normal no sock on the on the dick, <laughs> which is why he sounds so restrained. He's like, I'm not even sure I can play bass like this. <laughs> I'm wearing a shirt. This actually isn't flea. It's just Michael. <laughs> Yeah, this isn't Flea. This is Michael. And Michael Michael does an amazing job. Like he does a very good job on this album, but it's not Flea. I mean You know, when you when you said Tom York and Flea were in a super group, I was like, Oh, oh Tom York, what are you getting yourself into? What uh, what are you getting yourself into? You're gonna have to like a boop zoppy doopy doopy boppy Like, no, that's not what happened. That was my red hot chili peppers impression. Can you imagine Tom York? In a fucking, um, in a fucking just Red Hot Chili Peppers band right now, but like modern Tom York with the long hair and looking like an old man with no shirt on and a no sock over on. his dick. <laughs> we need to make it happen somehow. <laughs> What's his email? Give me his email. It's I think it's tyork at yahoo.com. Yep. <laughs> He sent me multiple unsolicited emails uh, to that address. Oh my god, that's just, I mean, you'd think he'd have a Hotmail account. No. Yeah, well, he's he's classy like that. I mean, unless. Unless. Oh, no, that's the wrong podcast. We don't want to. Oh, oh, yeah, no, we, yeah, we don't want to, yeah, no. Uh, We're talking about the sound unless. Um, uh, let's talk about unless by Adams for Peace, um. This is the pure Tom York. Um, oh yeah, no, this is a t- this is unless it's a Tom York solo song. This is pure Tom York because he's just like I couldn't care less. Yeah, no, I love like, that. I know Tom. <laughs> oh, we get it. We've been there. It's ex- we know. You know, it's we, extremely we know like you, Tom. Hair Down Hill, kinda. It's what? Like Hair Down Hill. Remember that song from the Eraser where he like questions the death of a scientist? Let me get. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no. This is um, this is very much the eraser. Yeah, I mean, and it's good. good. Yeah, I like that part. Like near, say, like the two minute twenty five second mark, where mm-hmm. that arpeggio just stops and it's just like beats, and Flea is actually starting to slap a little bit. He slaps a little bit. That's what I love about this song. <laughs> it's like he's like, you know what? Fuck Tom. I'm gonna slap just a little bit, and he gets like, I'm it just in. Gonna... I'm just going to sprinkle a little bit of flea on this one. There was a little bit, there was a take where he didn't slap at all. And then Tom York mixed it. And then flea was like, and he he went in like, (laughs) twirled his little mustache. (laughs) (laughs) He went in after hours to do a little bit of slapping where nobody could hear him. Oh man. Yeah. No, I was so, I was so happy about that. (laughs) My first listen, um, my second listen of this album was like, much better than the first one. Mm-hmm. Not that the first one, like, I hated it, but it was just like, come on, where's Flea? Mm-hmm. And then this song comes, and I hear a little bit... Of... Michael goes away. Michael <laughs> Michael goes home to his family, to a nice home-cooked meal, and then Flea steps out of the sewer with his gross little bass 
hands. I wouldn't even say that's Flea at this point. That's Donnie. <laughs> yep. Donnie on the bass. Oh, God. That is that is Donnie just going... And here's the thing. Yeah. Remember on the eraser, all the fucking slap bass? Yeah, what the fuck, Tom? <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up, because, like... I was, like, pleasantly surprised at that. And then you told me, like, oh, yeah, we're doing this with Flea. And I was like, oh, shit, the slap bass is going to get so intense on this one. And then it didn't. Yeah. Uh, There's a whole song based around the fucking slap bass on the eraser. I think that might be my favorite song on the eraser. (laughs) (laughs) He was, Tom himself was going Seinfeld on that one. God. Actually. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Hold on. I'm seeing in my mind's eye something. I'm getting. What is it? Okay, um, it's just Seinfeld, but with Tom York, Flea, Nigel Godrich, and Joey, whatever. No, 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 we already decided this was Wild Hogs, but that's also valid. <laughs> uh, but it could also be Seinfeld, though. You're right, it's Wild Hogs. Let's be honest. It's just four dads going out to make some, some Afrobeat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm so glad Flea is here. Uh, yeah. I mean, unless <clears throat> it's a good song... Also, this that one break in the middle reminds me of like reminds me of Feral. Mm. The song that the computer wrote. Yeah. But it's weird because this technically, I mean in the continuum, but when it was written comes before Feral. How's that work? Wait, Feral was uh 2011. Came this came in 20 this came out 2013, but the original jams were in 2010. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, hmm. I know. Um, it's something to think about. I mean, maybe, maybe he was just on a kick. He was just on a kick and, you know, he had, he had all these pieces and he just kind of stuck them together at certain points and he had a bunch of these, you know, stuck together. Ah, Jesus. I don't get it. Uh, not a good segue. Let's talk about stuck together pieces. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, the song from the album. Yeah, I'm up by Adams for Peace. 2013. Tom York of Radiohead. Copyright. Uh, uh, stuck together pieces. Michael's back. <laughs> Michael's back. Um, there he is. There's the guy. He does a great job on this one. Where, Actually, that he, was he came in a nice my... polo. Yeah, you know, like a uh, nice polo. He had his had his hair done all all just so, and had his khakis on. And I there mean, was a good. you know what he was wearing a polo and khakis. There was a sock underneath those khakis, though. Because he, he gets a little he gets a little flea in there. Yeah, a little bit. Just a little bit. Like just a just a dash of flea. Mm-hmm. You know, but but it's it's fully Michael. Yeah, this is it's it's both. It can be both. He he slaps just a little bit in this one too. A little less than unless. He... But it's so it's so welcome. Like I just so much of this album is so good, but it could have been so much better if they got just a little wilder. If they you just know? let like if, Tom York, if they just let Flea unleash it himself. Yeah, you know, if their if their hogs just got a little more wild, it would just be an amazing album rather than just a very good album. You know. Yeah, you said if their hogs just got a little more wild, does is that imply that they would be playing fully erect? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like if they were just fully torqued. <laughs> throughout the whole recording session just just raring to go i think that would i think that would have helped i don't know I, I, I don't know i record flaccid that's just me okay that's i mean that's fair so i can't really judge mm-hmm. but, but like you know, 
Something can be said for all of this. That's true. Yeah. I can. I, I want to stop the episode real quick while we're while, <laughs> okay. While we're here about it's probably fair. Uh, seventy-five percent of the way through the uh, through the album. Okay. Um, what do you think about the art for the album? We should have talked about this at the beginning. Oh, I mean, but we were so busy talking about fucking nothing related to the <laughs> album. Um, I uh, I'm like I'm liking it. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it right now. It's uh, the cover art is really it's kind of fun and dynamic and wild but like monochrome so that's kind of nice it's another it's another uh stanley joint oh stanley's back yeah love that guy yeah i mean stanley he did it (laughs) (laughs) what a legend (laughs) uh no it's a stanley donwood's bit um he does a lot of these it's basically just like drowning cities um oh the la specific one he has a bunch of ones for different cities like i pretty sure he has a chicago one there's a london one there's an la one the la one hangs about five minutes from my house oh no kidding on on the side of a building oh that's cool yeah and i think the one that they use on the amok album art is the la one because in all the other single covers you can kind of see like the the lax building and you can see the capital records and everything oh i like that i mean that's uninteresting but no, I think it's interesting. Fuck off. Yeah, just a little tidbit. Just a little tidbit. I'm trying to find the Chicago one. Is there a Chicago one? Well, you said there was, so if you're lying to me, I will be upset. I'm sorry. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't. Um, I can't find anything. But yeah, no, this is a good it's a good little Stanley Stanley yeah. joint here. Some some good art. Um Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be judge, jury, and executioner over it, so, like... Uh, did we finish talking about Stuck Together Pieces? Did we? I think we did. Did you? I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Do we even really talk about the albums we talk about? I think we we have been, as opposed to last episode. (laughs) Yeah, last episode was a mess. (laughs) Uh, Stuck Together Pieces, I'm trying to think. Yeah, you know, it was good. Vocal Hook was catchy. Yeah. David Burney sort of percussion, you know? David Burney. Oh, he should run for president. Let's think about that for a sec. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, let's talk about Judge Judy and Executioner. Ah, Judge Judy. Um, Every is time... she... Have we... Is she canceled? Do you know? I take one look at Judge Judy, and I think I know who she voted for. Yeah, see, that's that's why I asked, because, like... <laughs> I feel like she's just given off those vibes, you know? Judge Judy, who looks like she has spoken to every manager in America. <laughs> Not even for any reason. She's just like, well, I have to. <laughs> um, uh, let's Google Judge Judy real quick. Actually. Yeah? She voted for Obama in 2008. Mm, okay. Uh, but she did vote for Ronald Reagan. Oh, here we go. Here's the headline. Judge Judy tells CNN who she's backing in 2020. Hell yeah. Thanks, CNN, for this hard-hitting, very necessary news. <laughs> she's for Bloomberg. <laughs> of course. <laughs> because, of course she is. You take All one right. look at Judge Judy. You know, like, she could have gone, oh, she could have gone either way, you know? She I was genuinely mm, could have gone either way. Yeah. Um, anyway, so she's, um, I guess let's half cancel her. Oh, yeah, she's can. Yeah, she's, 
She's can. <laughs> uh, but for the song, um, judge, jury, and executioner, mm-hmm. just, oh, it just fucks. It fucks. It absolutely fucks. This is the fuckiness this album ever gets, you know? Yeah, this is, like, hard. Threatening Tom is back, too. He is. He's He's, he's got a knife this time. He's definitely got he's got two knives his knives are out his knives are out he's caught that mouse and he's eaten it and now you're fucked you're next oh you're oh you're fucked <laughs> not you specifically the one listening right now to this podcast you're next i'm sorry and i'm not a fan of it but you're next <laughs> like he's he's coming <laughs> he did say he's on his way like you you could lock your doors right now the person listening but it's not gonna matter. He's got two knives. It's two knives, York. It's two knives, fucking York. Um, and he's ready. He also, like the very first line is does not instill me with the utmost confidence. He's, mm-hmm. The first line is, "Don't worry, baby. It goes right through me. I'm like the wind, and my anger will disperse." No, it won't. No, it won't. <laughs> his anger will disperse through his knife into your gut. The person listening. Yeah. God, he's so ready. I love this one. Uh, I also love the fucking beatboxing. Oh yeah, let's let's talk about beatboxing here. Wasn't expecting that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't expect him to just go like in. But he did. I and wonder. It's hard if... to pull him out, you know. Like once he goes in, you know. I wonder how long it took took Nigel specifically to pull him back out. Because Nigel, Nigel's been there for time going in. Yeah, he's. He was there when Tom got the number and location. We still don't know what he did with that. Maybe he hasn't done anything yet. Maybe he's just, like, he's sitting on it, like, waiting for the right moment. You never know with threatening Tom. But it's been 14 years. I You would think the number and, loca- and or location had changed. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You don't know. Maybe he's been keeping up to date. Maybe he's, you know, it's not the same number and location, but he's still got that number and location, right? Yeah. Like, you- regular Tom? Regular Tom's fine. You can trust him. He's a sweetheart. Threatening Tom? He's got your number and location. And you can move and you can change your phone number? The Duke knows. But his two knives will find you. His two knives will find you. If Tom, if threatening Tom doesn't find you, his two knives will. And that's why he has them permanently taped to his hand. Like a like a like Edward Forty hands, but with knives. He he sings with the knives taped to his hands. Um when, what are, what are the what was the last threatening Tom song? It's been a while. Um, I mean, you're the you're really? the expert here, but it, it has been a while. As, Nothing as far on as I can remember. King of Limbs. No, King of Limbs. He's just regular Tom. Yeah, there which were is no... good. He's good at, at being regular. Oh yeah. In, in terms of you know Tom York regular, but he was. I mean, there were no threatening Tom songs on Familial. We know that. Right, because it was all Phil, and he was extremely toothless in that can, album. <laughs> can you imagine, though, like, halfway through Familial, it's just one threatening Tom York vocal song? <laughs> I think threatening Phil would be even scarier than threatening Tom. Because it's just that, like, seething anger. Yeah, oh yeah, no, like, it's been building up for decades. <laughs> um, I think it might oh. have been Body Snatchers. You know what? I think you're right. It's been it's been a good while. Oh shit. Ooh. Uh, but it's good that he's back. Um just a just a really fucking solid uh track here, you know? Yeah. I mean, does the title Judge Jury and Executioner um 
ring any bells to you? Mm, I mean, I should say yes, because I feel like you're leading up to something. I am leading up to something. Oh, fuck. Okay, what is it? Judge, jury, and executioner is a parenthetical for myxomatosis. Remember that? Oh my god, you're right. That is... Wow, how did I forget that? So, I think he might be channeling the same energy. Yeah, I was gonna say, is this, like, officially related, or he just... I mean, I'm pretty sure it is, because he's used the the title twice. I don't think he does anything on accident. I think think he knows what he's doing. Yeah, much like much like Q, there are no accidents. I'm a QAnon guy. Welcome to our QAnon podcast. <laughs> oh no, I thought you were talking about Star Trek Q. Oh no, I was so ready for that conversation. <laughs> also regular Q. Oh man, I just hate QAnon for ruining the letter Q. Because I'll see, I just... He used to be Picard's good friend. He used to be Picard's, let's be honest, fuck buddy. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna have to read my other fanfiction for more information, but... Oh my god, wait, okay, fucking, did you see the first episode of Star Trek Picard? I did. Uh, should we talk about it? Is that... Well, we talk about whatever. Okay, what do you think? Uh, spoiler, 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 spoiler. We're really just gonna go extra long on this one. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought it was fucking great. I, um, I heard... So before I saw it, um... A good friend of mine who's very into Star Trek was like, this sucks. And I was like, oh no, what are you talking? Well, no, don't say that. And then someone else who was also into Star Trek was like, it was amazing. Oh my God. And I was like, I didn't know what to expect. And I was very scared of it sucking. Uh, But I don't think it did. I think it was really good. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I like where it's going. I wish it, I just, the whole like, so... Romulus was destroyed in the Kelvin timeline. Yes. But, so this is, this is in the Kelvin timeline, right? I believe it should be. I don't like that. That's the one thing I really don't like about it. Um, and also, did, did Picard get himself canceled during that interview? (laughs) Like, that's what I was thinking the whole time. (laughs) Oh man, yeah. Episode two is going to be him, like, tweeting about cancel culture for 45 minutes. (laughs) I don't know. And the whole thing, like, you know, it's not perfect. It's Star Trek. Uh, you know, no. whatever. It's never going to be perfect. The whole thing about synths, that whole, it's not, I'm not, I don't hate it, but I just like, Data gave up his life. Data sacrificed his life. And this is the thanks you give him. Also, like, here's the thing. The whole synth storyline is very Detroit Become Human. <laughs> that's, yeah, no, yeah. So that's why... <laughs> It's not my favorite, but it just... It's uh, good. It's good. I, uh, I don't know. I also, like it. Also, um, mm-hmm. my first reaction when I saw... Um, what's her name? What's what's the girl's name? Dodge? Yeah, more specific. yeah, sure. Something. I think so. Uh, my first reaction I don't know. <laughs> when I saw Dodge was I'm like, that's Data's daughter. And then 20 minutes <gasps> later, I was... <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was confirmed. Yeah. Oh man, I was I was um not not as smart as you were because 20 minutes in I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> Holy shit." <laughs> I was like, I was freaking out. Also, oh. um shout out to my buddy Brent Spider for still putting on that data makeup and yeah, doing his best. Out, <laughs> shout out to Brett like Oh my god, you think in Nemesis when he was like, "Oh good, I'm dead." <laughs> it's like, I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> 
Um, it was, yeah, no, it was kind of like in um, Star Trek Two, where they finally, they got, they got Leonard Nimoy back only because they told him, oh, Spock's going to die. We don't need you anymore. And he's like, oh, great. Finally. And that didn't oh, work out. <laughs> oh, great. It's me, Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Okay. That uh, was, it was, it was a good app. It was good app. And uh, spoiler discussion ceases here. Yep. Um, um we should be we hosting after trek um <laughs> we really should let's be honest here oh man you know what if what if we had a star trek podcast what if we did what if what we if, just did a star trek picard spin-off podcast what if we just pick picarding up something good yeah or uh, what if we just called it official starfleet podcast <laughs> <laughs> CBS All Access official Star Trek official podcast. yeah oh we got it uh, we got it we should probably um maybe talk about the rest of Adams for Peace though yeah um uh we're gonna be reverse running that's what you came up with that's what I came up with I think that I think <laughs> that um that you know who should be reverse running Pete Buttigieg he shouldn't run <laughs> he shouldn't run he should run all the way back to Indiana uh where he runs to the police very station. racist town yep <laughs> oh we're, we're getting political folks oh boy it's tw- we're doing a podcast during an election year uh <laughs> i mean we've been doing a podcast i mean election year has been like non-stop since 2016 let's be honest that's true um like we'll never escape it never ever. um and that's um that's just what a, a grim oh, reality just, yeah anyway um reverse running is good yeah, reverse running. I think I really, really like <clears throat> it. It's um really um like really super rhythmically complex in a but in a still danceable way, which I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, also, think, it's get, there's a little chip tune in there. A little bit. I also think that the bit. the beats are real crisp. It's a crisp beat. It's like a crisp. nice like unfolded dollar. Ooh, oh man! I've only had one of those. Oh, well, okay, fair. Me too. Because, I, I mean, I'm a millennial. I don't use cash. But um, I had a, a really crisp $1 bill. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Um, do you want to hear how... describe it. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to hear how Tom Yorkian uh, this uh, lyric is in the yeah. second verse? Yeah, why not? Breaking my trajectory. All the toys in the factory. While you all lie down, I'm skipping through the tapes. I'm skipping back through the tapes, skipping through the ad breaks. <laughs> that's yeah. so, that's so Tom York. That's very Tom. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, that is so. Are, are the toys the politicians? Yeah. Um, they're the politicians and the CEOs. Is this Praxy or Banksy? I think it's Banksy. It's Banksy with a dash of Praxy. Like he's getting there, but he's not quite there. You yeah. Know? Like he's just, he's kind of commenting and not actually doing anything about it oh so banksy yeah no full banksy yeah. <laughs> um yeah reverse running's good i wish they would let flea slap a little bit though michael's back it's michael he's got a 401k he he works at google he works at google <laughs> um he wears socks with sandals but the socks do not go on his dick no they go Just on his on feet, his feet. Like a normal person. Sometimes when he's playing with his kid, Ashlyn, um, A-S-H-G-Y-L-L-N, um, 
Eugene's silent. Um, yeah. <laughs> he would will he will wear the socks on his hands, but that's that's only on casual days. Yeah, real casual, and you know it's it's very brief. He doesn't want to get too silly. They actually they do let uh, Tom York say shit in this one at the very end. I did appreciate that. No, I I feel like Tom should swear more. Um, he earned it. Yeah, you know from all his his whole thing. Yeah, his was what thing? Just the whole the whole thing, you know. A Radiohead. All of it. Yeah, how Johnny Johnny and Colin would not let him curse for years because Colin didn't want his child be hearing any of that. Yeah, it would be a bad influence on his on on Colin's child, Johnny. Um, but you know, Tom Tom's got that you know he's got that you know naughty streak a little bit. You know, he's 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 got to say his swears, and it's good that he's got an outlet for it. He's getting a little cheeky too. He's just running amok. Oh! Uh, yeah! Oh, He's running amok. Because, name of the album and the next song. Because <laughs> of the song. The title track, yeah. Okay. <sighs> yep. <laughs> We're here. Um, this is a song where he, where Tom York, for the very first time in Radiohead's entire oeuvre, um... Oeuvre. 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 Uh, says the word spaghetti. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Very first time he sings the word spaghetti. Oh, mark your calendars, folks. 2013. <laughs> 2013. History was made. Spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti. Just write spaghetti. Just go. Okay, open up. Hold on. Do this as you're listening. Don't don't pause it because you need to listen. Um, open up your calendar and your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, go back to 2013. And um, wait, do you know what day this album came out? Yeah, um, it was February 25th, 2013. Okay, so February twenty fifth, twenty thirteen. You want to gonna you're gonna want to put an all day appointment in your calendar that just says spaghetti. Okay, go ahead and do that. And then next, what do I want now. you to do is I want you to um, grab your phone. Yep. And I want us to do this too. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, I have my phone right here. Okay. I want you to open up the Twitter app on your phone. Okay. I want you to I compose a new Twitter? tweet. Yeah. <gasps> oh, I don't know about that. That's scary. Um, compose a new tweet, and I want you to just type the word spaghetti. And okay. then I want you to hit the tweet button. Okay. I've done it. I've done it as well. Um. <laughs> oh, there you are. Okay. Um. Okay, I'm retweeting you. And I'll retweet you too. Oh. <gasps> Look at us. Who would have thought? <laughs> okay. And I want you to do that. Um. And then once this episode comes out, we'll see who the real fans are. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to if you li- if you're listening to this. Because we need to know, we need to know what our audience is like. Are they, are they nerds who won't tweet spaghetti for us, or are they cool nerds who will? I think the Tom York would. Um, what do you think of this song? Um, spaghetti. Yeah. Oh, a muck. Oh, a muck. Yeah. I got, I got distracted. Um, a lot of chip tuny sounds here too. Like it got, it gets really um square wavy. Yeah, I wish towards would, the end of the album. I wish he would do a chip tune album. Oh my god, that would be so cool. Um, I don't know. Did I talk about this last time? I'm pivoting to chiptune. Yeah, I know. Uh, um, f- well, you know, but I don't... Fuck off. I don't know if the listeners know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm fully pivoting to chiptune. Uh, I don't know if, if it's permanent, but, you know, I, I've been I've been a big fan of chiptune for at least a decade at this point, And, you know, when I started... Uh, trying to make music it was in family tracker and lsdj and 
it's basically it's <laughs> when you're doing chiptune in like an actual tracker it's more like programming than it is composing so i just like didn't get it but now i can compose and program so i'm like i'm, I'm i've pivoted to chiptune and i'm having a real good time and i've noticed uh you know noticed a lot of chiptunes in places i didn't notice before and um yeah the second listen i was like wow there's a lot of square waves in this one I'm actually excited to hear uh, your album that is premiering on Overclocked Remix. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's going to be huge. Uh, it's going to be like seven Final Fantasy VII remixes. Oh, how did you know? Oh. <laughs> um, um, is really, really good. I think it's a good closer. Doesn't really go anywhere, but it's Yeah, closer. we'll see. That's, you know, I have the same problem I have with um, basically all the tracks. Is, it's leading to somewhere. You think, and then it doesn't. Yeah, this has... Where people thought that the King of Limbs was all of that, uh, that this is worse in that way. Yeah, yeah. And King of Limbs was great, and this is great too. It just... I don't know, it just needed like a little... Yeah. I don't know, there's something missing, I guess? Yeah. I don't know. It does kind of remind me, because this is like Tom York's like L.A. period, where he was hanging out in L.A. a lot, um, yeah. as you do. Um, it does well, kind of remind some me some people do. <laughs> yeah, like me. Uh, it does kind of remind yeah. me of L.A., where it's basically just like, it feels like it's going somewhere, but it never really <laughs> builds up to that. Like, it, it, it like feels right. great, and like if you don't listen to this, you're going to miss out. There's moments that it's like, whoa, okay. But, then, but generally, it's like, what are we doing here? Yeah, it's just kind of like, all right, whatever, sure. And Flea's there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Flea's there. That's L.A. Flea's there. They put it on their... It's actually... Like, Welcome to L.A. sign. Flea's here. Flea, when he's not in the theater, in the studio with um, with Anthony Kiedis and Will Ferrell and the other guy, uh, and John <laughs> Fusciante and the other right. guy... Um, he is actually, um, at LAX, personally welcoming everybody who lands. Hi, I'm Flea. I didn't care for Back to the Future 2. Welcome to LA. <laughs> That's actually exactly what he says. <laughs> word for word. <laughs> Have you been In to his LA? Contract. Is that... The... Uh, yeah, no, I just, you know, I've seen video. I've seen footage. <laughs> oh, 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 like that one... Mm-hmm. Ra- mm, uh, you know. Yeah, Billy Joel. Billy Joel, I've seen footage. <laughs> um, I think I can, I've said all I can say about it, Mark. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. You know, yeah, it's a good song. Doesn't really go anywhere, but but who does? Who does? In this in this crazy workaday world, who really goes anywhere? You know? Yeah, that's true. Um, and that yeah, that's that's Adams for Peace. That's a, a muck by Adams for Peace. We did it. We did it. We got to it somehow. I'm an hour and Ooh. 17 minutes in. Somehow, uh, some way. Um, so, Nikki? Yep, what's up? Are you picking up something good? Um, you know, I'd have to, I'd have to check with my, uh, m- with my transmitter. Is that okay? Can I, can no, I pull that out right so, now? So do I. Okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah, let me, let's get that. Okay, uh, hold on. Give me just one second. Yeah, of course. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, this is it's heavy. I'm ready, whenever you are. Okay, give me a moment. Okay. Um, okay, I'm ready. All right, let's turn them on. Okay. Uh, go. 
I got it. Yep. Um. Oh, just a little bit. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Uh, uh, I'm picking up something pretty good. Yeah, I'm picking up something pretty good, too. It's yeah, not, it seems like we've got the same. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, you know, it's not mind-blowing. What is these days, though? Drugs. Okay, fair. Uh, uh yeah, no, that's kind of it. You know, yeah, it's just, it's good. I liked it. I enjoyed it very much. Um, you know, I'll, I'll say what I said throughout is that I wish there was a little bit, um, um, constantly I felt like there was something more that these songs were building to and they never did. And I kind of, I don't know. It's not that I didn't like them for that, but I just feel like there was something else, you know? Yeah. If it, whereas the eraser had a place to go, this kind of doesn't. Yeah, it kind of stays in one little spot. Mm-hmm. Like, but the spot that it stays in is very fun. It's like, very good. I, yeah, and then it's even better when they let Flea play. Oh, I mean, Michael. Shout out to Michael. He's not. He's not a bad bassist, but like his his friend Flea, you just you had to have let him out a little bit more. Yeah, just we- a little bit. Like, just don't like don't let him go wild. Don't let him go wild hogs on it. But like, just. A little bit of flea, a little bit of flea sprinkled, you know, here and there would have made a world of difference, I think. Yeah. Have you, um, have you revised at all your, uh, Wild Hogs universe placements for, um, for Adams for Peace? Mm. Let's see. We, William H. Macy, Tom York. We decided flea was Martin Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, the other two guys are... The other two guys. Yeah, no. I, I, I think it makes a lot of sense. I think, I think what, we, what we settled with, yeah. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Um, yeah. I, anyway. I Next, <laughs> I'm very, very excited about the next album we're going to tackle. And what would that be? It's going to be Tom York's Tomorrow's Modern Boxes. Ooh. When did that come out? 2014. He was on one. Oh, boy. It's the divorce one. Yes. He's gonna. I'm excited. He's gonna divorce us. <gasps> no. Yeah, I'm so. But sorry. we've been so good to him. <laughs> uh, we've gonna... given so much of our lives to him. We're gonna do tomorrow's modern boxes. After that, uh, we're gonna do Phil Selway's Weatherhouse. Oh, okay. You we're, know, we're... chance a chance for redemption from Phil. Yeah. I and, like that. And then this is. I just kind of wanted to give you and the listeners kind of a, an idea of where we're headed. After that, we're doing the latest Radiohead album, A Moonshaped Pool. Oh my god, what the fuck? We're at least two hours away from uh, from another Radiohead album. <laughs> oh my god, that is... It's so wild to me that we're already, like, we're, we've, we've almost caught up. Yeah, what are we gonna do for... <laughs> <laughs> That's... What the fuck are we gonna do? <laughs> I mean, I, we, I've enjoyed doing this podcast and I want to keep podcasting with you, but like, there's only so much Radiohead out there, you know? Oh, we could always pivot. I, I've been pivoting. We could always pivot here. Um, I think we, we've also kind of discussed it a little bit. We've, we've got some ideas. Um, yeah, we'll see, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it uh, a little bit more, but, uh. I think we'll keep podcasting. Yeah. And also, I just kind of wanted to take this time at the end of this already very long episode to um, kind of uh, apologize to y'all. Um, 
Uh, what I said... No, I'm kidding. I'd... <laughs> what? Yeah, fuck you. No sorries. <laughs> um... I was gonna, I was gonna do like a like a cancellation apology, but um, uh, we have not, we've taken a lot of breaks. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's regular to, be, to take a break. To be fair, we're not getting paid for this. No, you're not paying us. So, like, you know, if it's that big of a deal, give us money. Yeah, stop no, fucking just asking us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. It's fine. Yeah, Whatever. our break was only in, in late twenty nineteen. Was not supposed to last as long as it did, but we just kind of like chilled. Yeah, and I mean, you it know, nice I've been chill. having I've been having kind of a rough year myself, and it's just, you know, it's uh, twenty nineteen. Am I right? Yeah, and uh, now it's twenty twenty. It's a new decade. Oh, Jesus, I'm not ready. Yeah, uh, and I'll, I, I I just I want to say we're gonna try to get back to some regular posting because um yeah we lost the cats app which i feel really really sad about oh that was a good app literally believe us yeah a month came in between the king of limbs and the um and the uh familial episode yeah so but so we we do apologize for that but we also um feel like you know thank you for sticking with us Mm -hmm. those of you that did um it's it's been really fun doing this um, despite no one paying us for it, um, nope. it's very fun. Yep, uh, Radiohead hasn't even ca- uh, contacted us in any way to tell us, A, who the Pablo Honey Baby is, hashtag find the yep. Pablo Honey Baby. Yeah, we're still looking, trust us, don't worry. Nor have they made us the official podcast of Radiohead. Um, not even a cease and desist. Like, like they, you know, they haven't even sent us, like, an angry letter. Yeah, like, really, you gotta stop. You're ruining the Radiohead brand. Nothing like that. Despite which we me, are. Yeah. Despite me repeatedly know, sending the link to every episode to Johnny Greenwood. Like, you know, and he keeps changing his email and we keep finding his new email. It just, you know, what what do we have to do, you know? Yeah. Please send us a cease and desist. Anyway, that's uh, that's picking up something good. A limited event <laughs> prestige podcast about Radiohead. My name is Mace. I play music as, music as Echo Vessel. You can find me online um, at Echo Vessel. Uh, on Twitter or at Echo Vessel on Instagram. Fuck Echo Vessel. Fuck um, Echo Vessel. I'm actually going to be taking a little bit of time later this year, and this is the first concrete announcement of this. Oh. Um, I'm taking a bit of time later this year, um, starting hopefully in February, uh, to write some new songs. Um, oh, what the fuck? Are you serious? With a really, really short turnaround time. That is my goal. Oh, man. I'm excited for that. And I have a couple songs that are kind of waiting in the wings from the uh, old In Search Of uh, sessions that are going to be coming rip out. Rip in peace. Yeah, rip in peace. I honestly needed to let those go for a new decade. Um, yeah. But there's a couple songs that uh, I'm going to finish and release as an EP uh, real soon. Uh, so wait for wait for more info on that. Wait, have you told me about this before? Yeah, I have. I have. Wow, I just have a bad memory, huh? It's fine. <laughs> I just kind of like sometimes I'll tell you things now, and it they won't matter. <laughs> well, they matter. I'm just bad at remembering. Oh no, no, not to you. They don't matter to oh. either of us. Oh, I, yeah, because we both don't care, right? I just said whatever. I just say things. Yeah, we both just say stuff. It's fine. Um, but that's um really exciting. I'm glad for that. Yeah, I mean, and you're Nikki Flowers, right? Well, you know, uh, the rumors are out there. Uh, I can't confirm or deny it, but you can find my music at nikkiflowers.bandcamp.com, so make it that what you will. Uh, I got a The Smiths album coming out uh, mm. February 14th, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Day. I kind of forgot that they were yeah releasing the movie on the same day, but 
It's fine. You, you it's can fine. go up against Sonic. I still have to send you oh, yeah. those uh, stems, by the way. Oh, ooh, you you finished it? No, I'm working on them right now. Okay, like right yeah, now. So, oh, okay. So Mace is uh, gonna be on the Smiths. He's uh, doing doing vocals. On uh, which one did you choose? Um, that joke isn't funny anymore. That's right. Yeah. Um, the joke isn't funny anymore. Stop laughing, because Mace is doing vocals on it. So that'll be fun. Um, I'm also I might be getting I might be getting like actual press for the album. I got contacted by a Chicago journalist, so that's fun. Um, what else? Yeah, uh, I'm pivoting to chiptune after the Smiths, um, making a whole new uh, album uh, with LSDJ. Um, I highly recommend people check out that program. You can get it for as little as a dollar, and you get uh, free updates for the rest of your life for that program. LSDJ. It is very fun, um, and you can make uh songs on your game boy it's um what what a world we live in you know what a time to be alive yeah um where can they find you online uh yeah nickyflowers.bandcamp.com uh you can find me uh twitter.com at yif police i'm twitter um (laughs) but specifically at yif police um i'm on i'm on mastodon if if people know what that is isn't Will Wheaton also on Mastodon because he got canceled? Not anymore. Hey! <laughs> yep. I think he also got sick of that one because people were making fun of him because he is a little bitch. Um, yeah, I'm on Will Wheaton's like huge block list on Twitter. Did you know that? Oh, cool. Yeah, I um, I said shut up, Wesley, to him in like 2014, and he put me on his block list full of Nazis. So that's fun. How do I get Will Wheaton to block me? You just say shut up, Wesley. He's he's got very thin skin. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, so you can find me on Twitter unless you are subscribed to Will Wheaton's block list, in which case I don't want your follow. <laughs> uh and we run a label called Neodetritus, right? I think. Yeah, sorta, yeah. <laughs> um, we have a couple releases coming out. We've got um uh Dog Shirts Married Now coming next week, next Friday. Oh fuck yeah. January I'm so 31st. excited for that. That's probably going to be this Friday by the time you hear this, but... Yeah. Um, and then we've got Sweet Home's Paradise of Feathers coming on uh, February 21st. Oh, that's... Yeah, no, that's going to be fun, too. Yeah. And then we've got uh, Shirt Club's talent show coming TBA. I'll let you know. Oh, my God. I'm so... Like, I'm excited for, for all of the stuff we're putting out because we're amazing and all of our bands that we have are amazing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't want to play favorites, but I love Shirt Club a lot. I love Snirt Club. I love Snirt Club. Did I say Snirt Club? No, I said Snirt Club. Oh, okay. We're both saying Snirt Club. Now. Yeah. I mean, th- I think it's the end of the show. Thanks to Matt and Noisepace for hosting uh, an hour and 30 minutes of us talking about nothing and maybe 40 minutes of us talking about Addis Repeats. Yeah, like, um, at any moment, Matt could say, like, hey, we don't, we don't need this. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know... Hasn't happened yet, so that's great. We don't need this kind of content on our network where you guys don't talk about anything. Uh, my partner got very mad at me the other day because she's like, you guys don't even talk about Radiohead. And I'm like, I know. We kind of do. <laughs> shut up. But also shout out to, to MG. Yeah. Uh, we, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> she's She doesn't listen to this podcast. I told her about the cast Well, then episode. what the fuck is she complaining about? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Till next time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um... 
next time, yeah, uh, we're gonna do more of the same, so <laughs> deal with it. Bye! <laughs>